Welcome everybody to the very first episode of Join the Buzz. We are your co-hosts for this lovely new podcast. This is... I am Joy. And I am Justin. We will be your hosts for this amazing podcast. So our show is Enjoy the Buzz. You know, we're going to have a good time with you. We're not going to think too seriously. Uh, we're going to hit on some topics and we're going to cheers to life's ups and come downs. So with that being said, all right, there's something that I need to get off my chest for sure. Um... I know it's towards the end of the year and whatnot, and it's been a very difficult year, and there's something that else that kind of is grabbing me right now, okay? And I gotta get off my chest. It has to do with the Spotify uh, year wrap stuff, okay? Because normally- I look forward to this every year. I do too, okay. It's, it's a great time of the year because I'm usually a very busy person, and it gives me a lot of good music, and I get to also enjoy a lot of the old tracks that I was listening to beforehand. Reflect back, yeah. But I have a gripe with it this year. This is, I think, one of the few times Spotify is fucked up, and I will admit to it. So, if you see my, my top five, this has been the year of Zelle for me. I made that very clear. I posted it on Instagram. It's one of the few times I was touting the Spotify rap and whatnot. But now I'm annoyed. Right. Because Zelle, again, year of Zelle for me, fucking unlocked, phenomenal album, great album. Listen to it a whole bunch and a lot of his other stuff. But the thing that I'm annoyed about is that I got robbed of one of my top fives. Do you want to know why? Why? Because Unlocked is actually under two artist names. It's under Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats. Oh, damn. So, here's the thing. Unlocked, the entirety of the album is in in my top 100 uh, songs of the year. The entire album's in there, and there's a whole bunch of other Denzel Curry songs And they mismatched in there. it. Yeah, they mismatched it. So now, my top two is Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats. I was robbed entirely of a different artist. So mind you, you know, Kenny <laughs> Beats is a phenomenal producer, and I love the stuff that he We're does. We're not putting him down, but it's but, our top five, Yeah, I mean, you know? it's like my top five. Okay, like, that makes sense. I was expecting something else, like maybe one of the hardcore bands listening, like, whoa, is me, or something like that. This was like, my first year Kanye not being number one. He dropped a four. You know what's funny? He, yeah. He's fourth on my list as well. That's crazy. Yeah. And I've always had Q almost every single year, number two, number two, number two. He inched out this year, number one. I'm under the point uh, five of top listeners to Schoolboy Q. Hmm, I'm that for Denzel Curry. Ironically, Q has actually been inched out of my list. Damn. Um, again, Spotify has really just it done some questionable moves to me. I'm a little bit upset. I'm a little bit hurt from it. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying right. to, to recover. You know, see, seeing that list and, you know, admittedly speaking, Kanye's also on my list. Like I said, he's he's my top four. I don't think he belongs there. Yeah, I think a lot of that came from replaying older music from Kanye, you know, as opposed to his newer stuff. You know what's weird is that, like, for me, it's not even the fact that I I don't think I'm replaying his old stuff. I think it's Spotify doing that thing where it chooses what song you want to hear. Yeah, and I was telling you that, like, I have, like, I put certain songs in playlists, but for me, Spotify is a thing where it's always favoriting certain songs more yeah it does it it does it all the time yeah definitely on during shuffle yeah there's always a song in there in the shuffle that i hear it and i immediately skip it right it doesn't last nowhere more than five to ten seconds but i'm too lazy to fucking take it off my playlist because that's a lot of work to do even though it's like three different like interactions with the fucking app i just don't want to do it i don't and now i get that and it's forcing me 
to have songs that I just don't want in my playlist. Yeah. It's, it's kind of upsetting. <laughs> so, like, but despite those kind of things, though, like, I still super enjoy rap every single year because I get to see, like, how, like, weird my taste was for the entire year. It's a great check mark. And then uh, this year was super eclectic. It always is, but today, this year more than, like, any other year. Number one, Schoolboy Q. Mm. Number two, Grimes. <laughs> number three, Bring Me the Horizon. Number four, Kanye West. And number five, Blink-182. Like, that's, like, for a top five artists, like, that's all over the place. Like, none of them really share a genre. I, again, I just want to voice my gripe yeah. uh, with Grimes. I, I'm thoroughly impressed that that's your number two. Trying to get him into it, it wouldn't work. I, 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 just, I just don't get the appeal, man. I really don't. I've been committed since high school, and I have no one to, like, uh, share my excitement with, with this artist. So it's kind of like my personal thing, which kind of sucks because I want to share it with and talk to about it with other people, but like I can't, like, because I guess like that's a very esoteric taste. So, yeah. It really is because I tried listening to it. I really did. I gave it the college try and it, it, it just sounded like noise, man. And I've listened to some like very weird bands and artists. The cool thing, uh, how her, like, acclaim to her career, like, she didn't know how to produce or, like, play any instruments. Uh -huh. Like, she kind of, like, played with her laptop just making funky sounds. And she's like, all right, I made this funky sound, this funky sound, like, oh, I'm gonna tape them together. And, like, that's how she learned. She, like, and, that, and she was publishing those songs. Like, it wasn't trial and error. It was trial, let, let's put it into production. I mean, whatever. So that's where her sound style came right, from. All right, know. okay. I get that. That that actually makes a lot more sense. You know, kudos there because, you know, she's now has a child with Elon Musk. So, yeah. and has a very successful music career despite the fact that I just can't get into it. That child's going to come out Alien Blue. It already has a fucking name that sounds like a router, man. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of wild. I, I, I don't get it. It's just celebrity names in general are just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I could see, like, a drink being named after that kid just because, like, it's so, like, far <laughs> out, you know, that, like, when you're trying to order it at a bar, you're going to sound fucked up. So the bartender's going to be like, all right, I know exactly what you want. Bartender, can I get the Azra 12? Oh, you try and get fucked up, fucked up. You try and get fucked up, fucked up. I got you. I got you, son, right here. You're going to be seeing Mars in no time. No time. Uh, I, I just feel like that type of drink it would just be, be a whole bunch of shit. It's going to light you out, dude. It's going to light you out, but in a way that like you kind of reassess your life afterwards. <laughs> like, oh, like an AMF, huh? Like an AMF. Like an AMF. Yeah. Oh, that brings us to uh, one of our segments. Uh, we're going to have multiple segments each week. And actually, yeah. So we here is a party host. Uh, essentially what we're going to be doing is, you know, talk about what messed you up in a certain night, uh, could have been from a certain drink, and yeah, we'll tell both our stories. Do you want to go first or should I go first on this one? I mean, I could go first. I'll go first. I was thinking about an AMF, so, okay. Horrible story. Horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible story. I'm a terrible human being with a lot of bad habits. A lot better now, I think. I'm lying to you. So, uh, it was a day, so it was the day after a friend's funeral, and, uh, we went out to the bar, and, you know, I decided to buy two fish bowls of an AMF, and I shared them lightly, 
keyword lightly. I, I bodied them both pretty much by myself. How big were these fish folds? Fish folds. Oh. They put like a handful of straws. <laughs> like it was meant to be shared by more than four people, you know. <laughs> I, okay. uh, last thing I remember was winning uh, cell phone chargers. The package never worked. And that's it. That's it. I was in the smoking section and then I fucking remember just being kicked out at Howl at the Moon at Universal Studios with a bunch of cops outside. I couldn't find my DD. He disappeared. He wasn't in the bar. They wouldn't allow me back in the bar because they had kicked me out because I was hella sloppy. And uh, I go outside and I'm like, all right, I need to find these people. And then I see just a gang of cops outside Howl at the Moon. And I was like, all right, I need to find them, but not here. And uh, like, as my heart was pumping and I was pacing more to like figure out how I'm going to get home. I just got drunker and drunker. <laughs> and like, you know, I had a handful of friends there and my drunk thoughts was, Hey, let me call like my homeboy who lives in fucking Lancaster to come pick me up, you know? So like I hit him up and he's like, yeah, bro. Like I'm in Northridge right now at a party. So, so I'll pick you up right now. I'm like, all right, bet. Good, like good luck. You know, he's an awesome friend for doing that. And then I'm like, I'm waiting for him. Like, where is he? Where is he? Mm. This is where he told me to meet him. And so I text him. I text him and, uh, like, bro, where are you at? But I'm saying it out of lobby, you know. It wasn't, you know, elegant the way I was making it out to be. And all of a sudden, like, Ralph is responding to me, like, turn left. I'm behind you. Go 100 yards to the right. Okay? I texted him in our funeral group chat from the day before. Okay? Yeah, that's weird. But they jumped that's in on it. No. Yeah, that's a big no. But they jumped in on it, like, and they're just telling me to go different directions. They were all just fucking with me. Oh, so everyone is sending you a different direction. Yeah, they were just fucking with me, and I thought it was just Ralph the entire time, Uh you know, like, because he was the first name in the group chat, and that's who I intended to call, and, you know, just because of time, they were so near each other. And, like, I'm just like, bro, like, where does he take me and shit like that? And then I just remember saying, Stevie, no! So, <laughs> so I was just like, no, I'm going the wrong direction. Theater left, and on my left, stage left, right? I don't know how he found me. I don't like, I looked, uh, next morning I see the text, and I'm just like, oh, no, that was not Ralph. That was not how he found me after me going through that adventure. I don't know. I do not know. Maybe he pieced the pieces together. He's like, all right, I told him to meet him here. All right, I'm going to stand, I'm going to stand here. Okay, go left. Okay. And I don't, maybe that's what happened. I don't know, bro, but that was... <laughs> yeah. That's that's my story. All right. Can I ask, like, what what, what was the follow-up to that? Because I can only imagine... Uh, okay, so the follow-up to that was... Uh, I get back to my home. My DD, Rob. Mm. His car was there, but he was not at my place. I went around the whole block stumbling. I was screaming, like... 3, 4 in the morning, Rob! <laughs> Rob! And, uh, then I really had to pee. And then I was, like, banging, like, the door, and our other roommate was in the shower, and I was like, oh, my bad. And I kept coming back, I got to pee, I'm in the shower, oh, my bad. And then, like, the last time, I was, like, the third or fourth time, still waiting for Rob, like, oh, man, I really got to pee. And then I forgot he was in the shower. I see the light on, I remember hearing the shower going on, but my brain just did not work. <laughs> And I just remember, like, kicking the fucking door. And it finally opened, and all I hear is a loud ass, What the fuck? And I was like, 
Oh, I sobered up. I sobered. I was like, oh, all right. I'm going to go outside and pee in Rob's tire. Come back and just go to sleep. I, uh, I need to go to bed. <laughs> and the following morning, they were just like, Steve, you're a dumbass or whatever. You know? <laughs> but like, that, that was it. That was it, you know. Like, but it was, it was a story. It okay. was a story. That, that... <laughs> <laughs> Mine's is not as, um, how was the best way to put it? It didn't have come from like a very bad and medium circumstances. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess this fuck it's my turn though. Uh, okay, so story for an AMF. Now, one thing I love to do all the time is fucking just make drinks. Right. Like, that that's always my mindset every time I go to a party. Like, from going like, to bartending school over here. Going to bartending school right now. Um, Future tipsy bartender. Eh, you know, maybe not as as illustrious, but you know, definitely trying to be as good of a bartender as possible. Right. Um. So, this is when I was working at uh, a previous job, my, like, two, three jobs beforehand. And, you know, it, it was at a trampoline park, so it was pretty laid back. Um, everyone there was pretty cool with each other. And it was pretty consistently, getting like, getting fucked up at least, like, two or three times a week. Right. It, it was a pretty normal occurrence for us to even, like, drink in the parking lot or drink during, like, on the clock and whatnot. It was normal. And so, that was where you survived, like, a job with a bunch of ball pits and children screaming. Like, fully understand. Jeez, <laughs> I do man. not blame him. I do not that blame him. That job was just, it was, it was, it was a lot. It was so much. It smells um, like socks everywhere I go. So, the ironic part was that, like, the general managers and the managers were also going party about with us. Same with the supervisors. Like, everyone yeah. was cool with each other. Everyone that, who was cool with each other, like, had different positions and whatnot. So, I'll go and drink and shit. So... Me and one of my friends, who was one of like the heavier drinkers, like with me at the time, uh, we just had a decision. You know what? Let's just fucking make AMFs. Let's just make a big fucking jug of AMFs at a friend's house and just get super fucked up. Now sounds like a night out. <laughs> <laughs> this was a whole ass process too. Yeah. Um, cause AMFs like making it. There's like six, seven different fucking bottles. Yeah. Yeah. So what's insane know. about AMFs? Like it's an insane amount of different liquor. It's like ninety nine percent liquor. Yeah. But you cannot taste liquor you as really you would can. individually. If you make it right, it's dangerous. You don't taste it, and we made it right that night. We made it really <laughs> fucking. <well. laughs> so we get this like big. You gonna learn today? We get this big fucking jug that's like meant for like lemonade and yeah. we're to mix in, and we just spill the motherfucker to the top, and we put ice in there so you know it chills and eventually the ice melts and everything. We make, like, probably two or three of these throughout the night. Big-ass jugs. There right. is seven, eight of us there, and three people don't drink. Mm. So me and my homie, we're fucking just going through this, and we're just pounding it like it's nothing. And me in particular, I'm drinking a lot of this. Because AMFs at that time was, like, my go-to drink. Anytime right. I'll go to the club or, like, go to, like, a bar... That would be my go-to drink. When you graduate from, like, Jack Daniels and Bud Light, and now you're like, ooh, I know what's in the menu, you know? Yeah, like, it was like, I know a cool mixture. Yeah, you start to, like, be a certain type of way. Like, yeah, yeah. at the same time. I'll have you... an L.A. water, please. <laughs> I know what that is. I'm a it's, big it's, adult it's, person. It's like a AMF, just, like, a lighter tint of green. That's really? the only real difference. Um, So we make this drink, and we're getting fucked up, me and this dude. Yeah. And... I remember about the second picture, like uh -huh. making the second picture. Yeah. I don't remember drinking it, but apparently I drank a lot of it. You don't remember drinking like, your entire picture. You know, 
that that's a lot, but to say about half of the picture isn't about a far possibility <laughs> at the same time. Okay. I drink okay. a shit ton. And so I'm blacked out and drunk as shit at this point. And I have no idea what's going on. So everything yeah. that happens from this point was then related to me. So we're at this friend's house and we're at the campfire and whatnot and we're just you know, we're just it was a kickback and we were enjoying ourselves. And someone had the idea to go to Walmart. Right. And I'm drunk as shit. Mm-hmm. I'm fucked up. And a lot of us are fucked up. But the person who's driving, uh, like, didn't drink and they want to get snacks and whatnot. So, like, all right, you know, fuck it. We all pile into this big-ass SUV and drive to Walmart. So, me and the two other drunk idiots that, uh, like, were really fucked up at this point, decides to get, like, the wheel, uh, the automatic wheelchairs. Oh, the one, like, <laughs> at the grocery store. Yeah, at the grocery store. <laughs> so, we start getting these, and we're fucking drifting throughout the entirety of the Walmart. And it's yeah. late as shit. I think it was, like, a 24-hour Walmart at this point in time. So, the good old days, man. The good old days. So it was like 2, 3 in the morning. None of the employees give a goddamn of uh, what we're doing. They don't give a shit. It's too early in the morning or too late <laughs> for them to care. So we're and just, they work at Walmart. Yeah, they work at Walmart. Their ambitions are only so high. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, that's fucked up. Uh, so, <laughs> Fuck, that is fucked up. <laughs> so we're there. And so a little like side note. At this time in my life, I was really obsessed with like Pokemon the trading card game. Yeah, I, I was really that. into it. I was watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos onto it because you know super nerdy shit. Um, in my drunk and fucking mind, as soon as we went to the parking lot, I was like, I need to buy Pokemon cards. <laughs> I remember that. I love <laughs> like, and the thing was like, this happened like after the Pokemon phase. Like, you're yeah. in your Pokemon phase. You grew up out of adolescence, teenage years. You became an adult. You got a job. Got responsibilities. I'm back in the Pokemon. <laughs> because it was like, I didn't know it was competitive. I remember as a kid, I would fucking collect all the cards. I'm like, oh, it's cool cards. But right. then I found out, like, wait, you can actually make money off of this shit? You can compete with people? Yeah, we were playing Yu-Gi-Oh! a little more competitively back yeah. then. Not so, so much Pokemon, but we collected Pokemon way more. So I fucking found out that it was a competitive scene. And I was fucking obsessed with it. I was really into it. And I'm drunk as shit. Driving this fucking automatic wheelchair through Walmart at 3 in the morning, plastered out of my mind. Fuck it. I need Pokemon cards. I need Pokemon cards. <laughs> hey, you. Check in the receipt. Check in the receipt. Check it. I wanna be the very best. <laughs> <laughs> so. Don't draw a smiley face. Draw Pikachu on my receipt. <laughs> so, apparently, yeah. I was fucking successful in obtaining Pokemon cards. But I have no collection of this. <laughs> and I'm blacked out fucking drunk. So fast forward like four or five hours. Someone drops me off at, at my house and I pass out yeah. in bed. And I have a shift the next morning. It's at 10 a.m. I don't wake up until like 12.45, 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I wake up is because my, my general manager, who was with us the night before, has been fucking spamming my phone for almost three hours, calling me and texting me. Where the fuck you at? Are you coming to work? Oh, shit. Where the fuck are you? Oh, shit. I'm drunk as shit. Yeah. And I answered my phone, and I'm still, like, delirious. I'm still, like, super tired. I answer my phone, and she picks up. I pick up, and she just immediately off the bat, where the fuck are you? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, look at your phone, look what time it is. I check, and it's, it's 12.45. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm so fucking sorry. 
I was busy trying to be the very best. <laughs> She's, the, like, it was, because she was out with us last night, she was like, the only reason why I'm not going to fire you right now is because I know how fucked up you got last night. <laughs> she was with you. Yeah, she was with us. Oh, okay. So sick as fuck. And so, you know, I get ready real quick, and I'm still drunk as shit. I fucking take a cold shower to try and recover myself. And I get out, I get a ride to work. It, it just had, this all happened in like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, I was nearby my job. I get there. Again, I was like, I'm so sorry. I promise it'll happen again. But I'm still drunk. I swear to God, I'm not God. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm exhausted. I'm dehydrated as all hell. Mm-hmm. You look and, like a little red, little overflated pimple. Yeah, dude, it's it's bad. Yeah. And like everyone who wasn't hanging out with us knew I was fucked up. <laughs> all the other workers knew from the jump, just from seeing me. And so, and like I said, I get to work fucked up. And my general manager is just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just I know you're drunk as shit. Go to the private court. Sober up for a couple <laughs> hours. When I was working at Magic, like, oh, go sleep it off at the banana pit. When I was at Macy's, like, I'm sleeping under the desk while freaking, like, Amber and Ricky are having, like, you know, a laugh fest, enjoying my misery while I'm just, like, under the table, like, end me now. End me now. That's that's kind of the appeal. Those type of jobs, though. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, they're, like, I get it. They're, like, more supposed to be, like, in your younger years and whatnot. But they do have that kind of, like, nice appeal because Mm -hmm. you do develop that friendship with everybody. And I miss those retail jobs. They're fun. Those those type of jobs are a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially now since, like, you know, adult fucking world finally kicked in. That that shit's not fun, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Adulting sucks. (laughs) I've been doing it for a very long time, and I haven't figured it out yet. Uh... I mean, like, I still eat, like, microwave burritos sometimes, you know? You know, that's what, like, I, I've never understood the microwave burritos. Um, I've tried eating them. They're bowl, They're just cheap protein. It's, it's, it's not even the fact that they don't taste good. It's like, dude, like, it really does fuck up my whole ass system. And it's been doing this for years. Like, I can't shit for a couple of days after I have one of those burritos because it just gets stuck inside of me. Because it's all, like, freaking, like, 30% tortilla, 30% beans no i got the math wrong it's like 40 percent tortilla 40 percent beans and like the little 20 percent like the little salsa and little pieces of chicken you get in it like you're getting a little bit of the good stuff you're getting the shit that like clogs like the exit you know it really does dude like it, it, it's it's such a like that feeling too and i and it happens every time and i know it happens every time there's a reason why you'll never see a fucking frozen burrito in my fridge or my freezer I don't understand how you do it. I don't understand how other people do it. And, like, it's the same shit for, like, Taco Bell and Del Taco. Like, I... Any See, the problem with Del Taco, Taco Bell's fire. It, okay. I'll give them one thing. They're, like, their they're carnitas fries, I'll give them that. That is a solid item on their fucking menu. Del Taco? I cannot get behind their carnitas. It's, like, it's very shitty and very, like, cheap carnitas. But at the same time, it's, like, if I'm craving this... I'm expecting that, and I'm getting exactly what I want. There's no bells, there's no whistles. It's just carnitas on fucking reheated fries, a dollop of fucking sour cream, and just cilantro for flavor. Uh, for me, I like two blocks past Del Taco, oh. I have a taco stand under a tarp next to the train tracks. So like, 
If, if, I, if I want the grimy fix, that's where I go for the grimy fix. <laughs> I mean, I live in the fucking valley, so... Yeah. Any, any corner I go to, there's gonna be a taco truck. Okay, at, so at for you, Del Taco is like a change of pace, you know? Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, alright, do I want authentic Mexican food, or just want, you know, like, some just shitty food? That's the thing. If it's not authentic for me, it's a Crunchwrap Supreme. Okay, yeah, so that, that's where we definitely defer. I have to, I have to mix it up. I have to, you know, lower my expectations so then I get excited to go back to the taco trucks again. <laughs> because I go to the taco trucks a lot. I go, you know, when the world is. I need like, to be punished to be reminded how much I appreciate exactly. tacos. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have too much of a good thing. You gotta remember your roots. You gotta remember yeah, where you came yeah. from. <laughs> and that's how it works. So like, don't talk, don't talk about. It's a super rare fucking craving. When I do get it, but if it's not those carnitas fries, like I every single time it just fucks up my system. You know what I'll give the taco though? The cheesy fries with the jalapenos on it. I have not tried it. I I found my item and I've been sticking to it for a long time. Respect. I've never changed my Chipotle fucking order since high school. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, same, same. I feel like Chipotle. You find your item and you kind of stick to it until the day you die. Yeah. Really. Really. Whenever I feel guilty, I'll remove the tortilla, you know? But, like, outside of that, that's me being, like, you know, adventurous, you know? You know, I, like, because I tried to do keto for a while, uh, back, you know, way yeah. back when. And Chipotle really lost its, like, stronghold on me during mm. keto because I didn't have the tortilla. I had to keep on eating the, the bowl and that everything makes and the lettuce. And I used to love Chipotle. Yeah. And it's still enjoyable. It's not the same, though, but you're holding that aborted baby in your hands, <laughs> you know? Like... <laughs> it's funny you mention that, because in one of my old phones, I just, I had, like, probably over a dozen yeah. pictures on my phone, where I just put it on my forearm <laughs> and just take a picture of it, and, like, this is how much distance <laughs> I'm eating and I'm putting in my body. <laughs> <laughs> in retrospect ladies and gentlemen i'm putting a whole forearm fist up my ass is what i'm doing <laughs> like I, I could take that burrito and i could get like one of the clips from like the thumbnails from Pornhub and put it next to the girl's face and it's like the same thing from the video <laughs> of like the comparison of just like how huge oh, it man. is it's like it's it's an ungodly amount of food and it just makes me realize that the time I ate two burritos, two Chipotle burritos in one sitting, just how much of an abomination of a human being I can be. Because I like just that amount of food in my stomach. Like I know it's about blockage before from the frozen burritos, but man, you know, the pain that I put my body through <laughs> for two burritos just stacked on top of each other. Well, you really should not feel that shitty of a human being. Because think about how many super large burritos, uh, jenna hayes will get or riley reed will get and just consider about the amount of more the way more amount of pain that they're experiencing all right you know that, that's that's uh that's okay whatever grounds you you know you know like it's worse for other people like it could I, be worse i really don't like how using burritos is a euphemism because now it's gonna fuck up me eating burritos for a while do you get black beans or brown beans I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> All right. you know, I'm going to walk away from that one. I'm, I'm going to take, take my dignity and try to walk away with as much of it as I can. Respect, respect. There's, there's okay. no correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked up for that one. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh. Um, man, it's, it's, just, it's just some fucked up situations where it's like, I do some things, and I know 
with burritos, it's it's a testament. I put my body through a lot of fucking pain for it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wanted to see how far the human body can take it. Damn, you going hard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Smooth transition there. Transition. Smooth transition Bring us to our next topic. So, Humans Go Hard is one of our reoccurring segments. You know, we hear a lot of negativity that's going on in the world, especially nowadays. You know, it's everything. Everything from TikTok to YouTube is always conspiracy this what is this person doing wrong let's cancel this person yeah man the world's fucking on fire and it's exhausting and what it's, we it's, should it's, be doing is you know celebrating humanity and the accomplishments that we do so that's what the entire purpose of this segment it is you know, humans go hard exactly we man. do so much good there's so you know? much cool fucking shit that humans have done throughout history and are still doing right now think so, about you know? it we could like dig some ice like a couple hundred feet later like we know the weather, what lived there, who took a shit there, something that happened a billion years ago, like... Yeah, man, we're sending hard. rockets back into space, we're trying to go to the moon, we're trying we to land them back on Earth. You know, not all the time, considering, you know, the most recent space. But we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. You know, considering we're, we're it's still there. a pretty new thing. <laughs> Elon is trying really hard, you guys. Elon is trying. <laughs> uh, you know, he's, he's trying his best. He's got a kid now. He's a dad. Yeah. You know, he he's like... he's going to tend to make some mistakes. He's losing more sleep. You know? <laughs> yeah, so that's what this segment is designed for. Um... We actually have no idea what the other person wants to talk about for this segment. For you guys, go hard. Idea yet. So you go first. Um, so okay, all right. I mentioned before, before we started recording, that this is something that I've talked about before. Yeah. And I talk about a lot, and it's gotten to the point where you actually have to sit me down at once. It's like, why you keep on talking about? This? <laughs> okay, and I, don't I think remember. you know where it's going. Slide it off. I'll try to guess. Motherfucking John Favreau, I have. To talk about John Favreau. John Favreau's my boy. I, I do not like any <laughs> ill-worded comments against my boy. I just want to highlight Elf, John. Iron Man, The Mandalorian. No, no, you're taking my scene. You're taking my the scene. The chef. You're taking my, my scene. My boy go hard. Let me do it. Okay. Let me okay, fucking okay. do it. I wanted to talk okay, about John Favreau. Okay. Let me talk about motherfucking John Favreau, right? right? I, 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 you know, this think. is something I'm passionate about. Right. You think I'm fucking playing around. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that people in the public don't know. My Venmo receipts for about six months, all they were, were me talking about why John Favreau is such a cool fucking dude, like, four or five years ago. I've been talking about this dude... Four or five years Sorry, ago. three, four years ago. He's making the Mandalorian. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm, I've been talking about John Favreau Glogu. being so fucking dope for so long. Yeah. And the reason why I want to bring this up, because I don't know if you've seen this, but Disney just released the roadmap of the amount of films they're doing. Oh, They're doing that. Moon Knight. We're having another Ant-Man and the Wasp film. Oh, more of those. Um, yeah. Guardian of the Galaxy is doing their holiday special. Where, that one. Um, holiday special. They're doing Secret Wars, man. They're doing the invasion of the fucking scroll. I don't see your problem here. That, no, that's, there's no problem. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm fucking saying. It's humans go hard. Oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. I want to bring this up. It's because of motherfucking John Favreau. All right, Yo, okay, like, I just heard John Favreau and I got extra defensive. No, 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 all of entertainment right now. Like, he's so talented, he made Vince Vaughn famous. That's a hard thing to do, man. And I like him now. Like, <laughs> like I'll defend Vince Vaughn. <laughs> like, 
But John Favreau did that. There's a reason why you gotta defend him now. Because of John Favreau. <laughs> so good. John Favreau, sick as fuck. Like you said, he was the reason why Iron Man got fucking greenlit. He's the one who's responsible for writing the majority of the Mandalorian. You know, um, the director gets a lot of fucking credit for making the shots, but John Favreau is writing a lot of that shit. John Favreau is a renowned chef. The dude, Beignets, like, I know Beignets were super dope in Princess of the Frog. John Favreau has a whole movie where the entire premise is just him making beignets with his son. With John Luis Amo. And it's like, I, I, that, that is like, I want to perfect beignets yeah. just because of that man. The dude's name fucking happy for a reason in Iron Man. Yeah. And it's like, the thing about this man is, again, one of the most important people in entertainment, like, to this day. Respect. He has a legacy or whatnot. Like, they should actually put a statue of John Favreau in all the Disneyland locations. I think that's a petition that should be signed. I will sign it. It's because he deserves it. Considering. Let's start the petition right now. Go to right. change.org. What's the website called? <laughs> change.org. Put John Favreau in every inch of every Disneyland park. He deserves it. He deserves it. Like, if you think about it, this man has created like hundreds of billions of dollars of revenue. The entirety of the Avengers would not have existed if it wasn't for John Favreau. Yeah, Favre yeah, Favre he really Man. pioneered it. You know, Star Wars. He had a fight to get RDJ into it. Yeah, too. and like now Star Wars is cool again because of the Mandalorian. It's yeah, of fucking John Favreau. Man. I grew up never caring about Star Wars, and now I'm like, oh my god, like Ahsoka Tano, so excited. Oh, I'll get that into it later. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm a humongous Star Wars fan, for those like just to let you know. Um, but again, it it just astonishes me because at reality like it's cool to be a nerd now yeah, yeah. and it's like and we were OG nerds we're the day OG we were born for a long time, yeah. you know, not to fucking fly down on cards but like we've been OG nerds for a long ass time I've been and, a like, nerd before it was popular <laughs> <laughs> like I can talk about comic books I can talk about Star Wars and it's like that's a, such an integral part of like my upbringing and whatnot. and I gotta contribute to John fucking Favreau man yep. and that's why he's my fucking candidate for this week's episode of Humans Go Hard, because not only is the dude just just a great fucking writer and visionary, but he's made being a nerd fucking cool, and like being a nerd is even cooler with all the new stuff that's coming out, and I'm just fucking so excited. You know the reason why I like him, and it's like a serious reason, mm. is because like you know I like to like experiment with all forms of art, right? Yeah, and I'm like I'm. I pick up things pretty easily as when it comes to creativity, but like I like to do so many things where I'm like a jack of all trades but yeah. master of none, right? And like you know, as a director, as his role, you know, like he's controlling hundreds of people while doing multiple projects at the same time, you know. I like, mean, if we, if we look at it like you know, you like the scene from Civil or um, what was the most recent Avengers movie? I forget the name of it. Endgame. Endgame. Why, how could I forget that? You know, like the scene where everyone comes collective? Like, yeah, that's almost the age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Whedon did the wrong guy. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like in that scene where like everyone shows up again after like being wished back in. and Hella you know, goosebumps, dude. Yeah, but like that's what John Favreau is essentially doing for the entertainment yeah. industry where he's just gathering the best people across the world he's and just creating you know? yeah. magic after magic, man. That's that level I'm trying to get on. Like, yeah. real shit. For real, for real, for real. Like, that, that's, that's a level of ambition that I can't even fucking imagine. Yeah. So, you know, Fucking much love to John Favreau. And boy, he probably doesn't even have time to fart after all the little fucking sandwiches he'd be eating, dude. You know he what's wild? Hard. Is that like his farts are probably like 10,000 a piece, too. 
Like each one that comes out with the amount of money he generates. You know what? What he should do is like bottle them and sell them like <laughs> De, like Belle Daphine. Is like that her name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like that. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I won't open it. Not because I don't want to smell it. If anything, I have to like. <laughs> Hold myself back from opening it, but like it just, it's just a treasure, just to know oh. what's in that glass. You can't see it with your eyes, but like there's some. Genius. It's a piece of history. It's there's, a piece some, of, there's some burritos It's like in there. you know, like the little piece of pavement that we have. Our little from, Disney thing. Yeah, from Tomorrowland, from Disneyland, yeah. we have one of the pins. You know that that would be you know your little piece of the legacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I guess now that I have this near me, humans go hard. Why? Because beer mead think about it mm -hmm. we were able to survive on month-long journeys in the ocean because of booze there was food in it i mean like sure it dehydrated you and shit like that but you're able to survive month-long journeys because water would spoil you can't drink the ocean water and food was spoiled you couldn't eat any more of the food that you're eating so you're out there you know killing and pillaging with, you know, not electrolytes. <laughs> but, but carbohydrates. Plenty of carbohydrates. <laughs> Fills your stomach, you know, sure, you get a lot of water, you pee it out, you pee even more of it out, so I don't know how they survived for so long. Maybe that's why pirates still don't exist anymore. <laughs> but uh except for like I am the captain now. But <laughs> yeah, um I don't have as an illustrious story to give you, but humans go hard. You know what? And actually going and jumping off of that. I can't show the logo. My shout out to Beer and Mead. Fun fact of the day. Okay. Um, writing is actually, a, you know, one of the major attributions to why humans have created writing in general. Is actually a beer recipe. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing mm -hmm. about that. Fucking, there's, there's super. You created words. Yeah. We, uh -huh. You know, written history. Shout out to... to you know, to, to beer and to mead, you know, they say that alcoholics are not productive. Fuck that. They created writing, technically. Because, so the way it worked is that, like, old Look Stone at Hustle. Scott Fitzgerald, like, one of the most famous writers of all time. Yeah. Fucking um... raging alcoholic. <laughs> Fuck, what was the the guy from Britain in World War II? Uh, Winston Churchill. Oh. Raging fucking alcoholic. Didn't know that about him. Drank whiskey all the fucking time. Robert Downey Jr. before he got his life together and did Iron Man with Jon Favreau. Raging alcoholic. Inspiration, kids. <laughs> you too can be great like us. <laughs> you just need... Or Jon Favreau, I spilled a lot of my phone. You just need a crippling habit in order to you know, get there. But you know, character development and how all that works. You'll be like the phoenix rising from the ashes of your many, many years of fails and undesirable moments you don't want to remember <laughs> but those ashes are more hangovers that are very debilitating and you know require a lot of cold showers and gatorade yeah but at the same time it birthed this show welcome guys yeah this is what the creation kind of came to be you know enjoy the buzz as our tagline states you know we're trying to enjoy the good times as well as the come downs as much as possible but not the downs not the downs they may be you know Bad situations at the time, but thinking back on them, the just stories we're able to trade back and forth and have a good time just hearing about them and laughing about And that's an situations. incredible spot, I think, to close our first episode, yeah, you know? so we thank you so much. Thank for you. 
And one more, like, uh, can we get an applause for our producer coming to the camera real quick? Yes, our producer has been helping us out the entire time, as you've seen earlier in the show. This is Malcolm. Uh, uh, uh. Our producer. Any words, Malcolm? <laughs> no words. Malcolm! Malcolm! <laughs> Alright, this was a lot of fun, you guys. Uh, any closing statements? Uh, statements don't need to be closed. That's all I got, honestly. I I, I'm with it, yep. <laughs> this is not a closing end. This is... See you later. We'll catch you next week. Oh, man, you did so much cooler than I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Then I am, then I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs>